coming up on Telling the Odds. We discussed that apparently the Ryan Johnson trilogy is still in development. All that and more. What time is it, 3PO? It is time for Telling the Odds. Hello everybody, welcome back to Telling the Odds, February 21st, hope you're all doing very well out there in the Star Wars community, I know we are, we've got uh, coming down the pipe week, uh, Michael, how are you? Yeah, good, I'm just happy to be back in the swing of things, because uh, after our long break, it's it's always good to just have the, the weekly thing of our of our podcast, you know, because you need a bit of consistency in your life, and so it's, it's always it's always good, uh, good fun Saturday recording session Indeed, for everyone on yeah. Sunday, so yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm definitely some cool stuff coming that. for you guys today, and I hope you enjoyed our new cover art mm. and our like profile pic that I uh, was very happy to spend some time doing over the over the last week. Um, yes, and it turned out absolutely amazingly, Jack. I must thank say. You. Uh, yes, no, uh, yeah, no, I'm, I'm happy with it, and uh, um, we look so awesome. I'm just gonna say, it's we. I don't mean to boast, but we, yeah, we just look really, really cool. <laughs> you you wield that. You wield that DL-44 blaster like a son bitch, Michael. Well done. Um, <laughs> uh, yes, anyway, guys, let's get into uh, the topics for today. Um, the, the first thing that we're going to talk about isn't really a whole big news story. It's just a thing we're going to mention in conjunction with something we talked about last week. And then we're going to get into the main topic, which which is what uh, Michael uh, mentioned in our cold open. Uh, Ryan Johnson, back for his own trilogy. And so, you know, I shouldn't say back because apparently he was never gone. Um, Apparently never got... Well, yeah, because we just all assume that um, after Last Jedi and after the fact that it hadn't been mentioned in, what, like, four years yeah. almost? Like, maybe three years? Like, it hadn't been mentioned in ages that it was just silently cancelled like a lot of the other Star Wars projects. Yeah. Um, but no, apparently you were saying we've got some news hinting or just outright confirming that it's still in development. So did you want to... Yeah, exactly. So basically our first thing we're going to talk about is, like I said, following on from something we talked about last week, and that is Ray Park. Darth Maul himself has taken to Instagram once again. The first thing we talked about is um, the fact that he had posted a picture of um, Maul's horns, like a, in a pre-makeup shot of him in what seemed to be a, a makeup chair with the caption, meet me on Dathomir. Now, that gave us the indication that maybe he was preparing to do something more related for a upcoming Star Wars project, which we weren't sure of, yeah. especially because meet me on Dathomir is one of the um, main bits of dialogue he had towards the end of Solo. He told Kira to meet me on Dathomir, right? Um, so that yeah. was a thing, yeah. and we gave our discussion, and we didn't really think anything else of it, except until now, when no more than 12 hours ago, Darth, uh, uh, Ray Park took to Instagram once more with a picture of him uh, essentially looking straight at the camera with the horns applied to his head this time, um, again, in like a pre-makeup sort of thing, saying, uh, those Sith eyes, uh, as his caption, and then below that, in quotation marks, where is he? Right. Um, uh, essentially indicating that that is a qu- mm. he's quoting someone. And um, essentially what that could indicate is, uh, you know, Maul essentially said, uh, the last time we heard him say, where is he? He was trying to open that Sith holocron with Ezra when he was looking for Kenobi, uh, which is interesting. And something that adds, you know, just fuel to the flame even more is that the tagged location on this Instagram picture is Pinewood Studios. Uh, Pinewood Studios is where they do a lot of um, the, the filmmaking for Star Wars projects, one of which is 
the Kenobi series. Um, so yeah, which is that currently filming or uh, will I think be? that like Mandalorian, it um it, it will be filming at Pinewood Studios, but it's also doing uh like you know a blend of um uh like yeah, on set filming with the uh. That's yeah, true. so they uh, sorry, not on set, on location yeah. filming. I meant to say. So let's yeah. get into this discussion for a little bit, Michael. It's really it's interesting because no, oh, no, you, you, go, you go ahead. Okay, so I think because we pretty much covered a lot last week about the possibility of more returning, what it could mean, both in universe of like what time period, what possibility, and also like what it means outside of it. But I'm just so curious if that's like that there is that one in the last in the last 12 hours but um there's been other things as well like he's got one with him with like standing with Sam Witwer at Lucasfilm recently he's got another one at Pinewood Studios with him putting other makeup on and with saying he's like it's like a kind of um marketing thing of of like mall at there's one like saying he's on the Death Star that's quite funny yeah um with him on his Instagram but this feels like if it is and it's very much leaning towards implying that Maul will be returning in Kenobi that it's such a major spoiler like unless this is something else and we're just completely off the mark like it's like for a like a cosplay or shoot or something unrelated to being in an actual return of Maul on screen live action I just don't see why they would show it it makes no sense yeah, to me yeah I mean you're absolutely right in saying that Ray Park has a very um, uh, uh, you know a very loud social media presence and it's welcomed because his all of his posts are really really great um, and yeah, I honestly don't know if this is him just trolling us or, um, or, or just, you know, sort of posting something, like this the sort of, of posting something from a yeah. previous project to keep Maul relevant or, um, Maybe. he's actually working on something. And, you know, we talked, we talked, we sort of talked about it, um, uh, the last week is that if this is for something like Kenobi, I'm not sure that it would make sense because Kenobi, because the Kenobi series, the Kenobi limited series that we're getting is, is taking place 10 years after Avengers of the Sith. And as we know, um, Maul and Kenobi don't meet again until very shortly before the events of, you know, A New Hope, um, the original film. So hmm. it wouldn't really make sense if he's going to be in it. Maybe if they're flashing back to times during the Clone Wars, which we have actually already had confirmation that that will be happening in some form. So maybe we're going to, Maybe we're going yep. to be seeing, um, like, because in the same way that they said that we're going to be it seeing, could be, it could, uh, clone, yeah. uh, like, Clone Wars era Obi Wan and Anakin. Maybe we're going to see flashbacks and little snippets of Clone Wars Maul and Clone Wars Kenobi. Um, that would make sense because Maul is pretty heavily featured in like the Clone Wars tying like arc to Kenobi and specifically his like backstory with like Duchess Satine and like other things, which I feel like if they don't even, if they don't touch on at all would be a very missed opportunity yeah. for the Kenobi show. And so that could easily be a possibility to um, uh, slot him in there. I mean, there is also the alternative that I put up last week, which I mean, is less likely, but still be interesting that if they end the show or or have a point where they jump forward to his fight with Maul. But e- either way, it like very strongly looks towards him being in Kenobi, which I don't know. It just feels like such a strange decision to put on. Yeah, it's uh, yeah, no, you're right. You're absolutely right. And um, look, I'll take as much Maul as I can get because I love Maul as a character and clone. Yeah, I and think it's great. Clone idea. Wars and then Rebels have done so much to flesh Maul out into a into his own uh, a character, a far more interesting character than he would have been if all we got of him was you know what we saw in Phantom Menace. Um, obviously, I want to see Ray Park back because he's awesome. Um, but yeah, I honestly just don't know what to make of it because you're right in saying that uh, 
he would only be able to post this sort of, if this was actually a thing that's happening, that he's working on a project right now, he wouldn't be able to do it unless he was given permission to do it. So, you know, for all we know, he has been given permission to do it and he is actually working on something right now. Or, like I said, he's just basically posting something from a previous project um, because, as we know, he loves to post about Darth Maul even when he's between... Um, he's exactly. Be- when he's, when he's between Maul performances. Um, it's... I would, I would think it could be a possibility that it is just either a smaller thing, or like, like just for like a shoot of him and Maul, or uh, as you're saying, a past project, and and we just bring it up, even though it seems like it's similar to like when we we assumed there was going to be the uh, the solo. No, who? What was the director that said there's big news coming next week that never ended up happening? Oh yeah, no, that was one of the writers for the Cassian Andor series, I believe. Um, yeah, yeah, and uh, yeah, you're right. That never happened. <laughs> so that was that was. Um, but um, so it could always be something like that. But it just feels like there is a a very large number of posts in the past couple of weeks of him like putting on seemingly putting on makeup, talking to the more other actors, and at the locations that they're filming in. Like I don't think has Maul ever filmed? Has he ever filmed as Maul in Pinewood Studios? Like was Solo filmed uh, there? I'm not like, sure. I think be... that the um that maybe the motion maybe the motion capture for Clone Wars season seven was done at Pinewood Studios. Would he he wouldn't have been in mall makeup for that though. No, you're right. He just would have been working at Pinewood Studios. Um, you know what? I just had a, a kind of intriguing thought is because we just mentioned the writer of um Cassian Andor. It could be the Andor series that he's working on, and hear me out, right? Is that you know the Cassian Andor yeah. series obviously takes place before a couple of years before um A New Hope, in a time when Maul would have still been alive. Okay. And as we know, the Cassian Andor series is going to be. Um, basically focusing on the more the, the the shades of gray of the rebellion and like the darker seedier mm. underbelly uh, underbelly sort of types of the uh, sorry locations of the of the galaxy, and around then who was yep. best known as like you know one of the heads of like you know crime syndicates and stuff like that it was Darth Maul so maybe you know maybe yeah. Maul could be I, that, uh, actually, supporting that antagonist in that uh, show or something that'd be um uh, I... a, a fascinating thought I suppose. Um, I do agree with that. Um, I just did search up Solo: A Star Wars Story was shot at Pinewood Studios, so it could always just be a thing from that. Although that it doesn't say anywhere like remembering the days of when we shot like at Solo or anything. Yeah, his quotes, his his his, his captions on Instagram are pretty cryptic when it comes to posts like this. But yeah, yeah. Anyway. Because it is most, and it's like references to things that we've like seen in more past. Like as I'm saying, it could just be an insignificant in news story. However, if if it is like where everything's leaning towards, this this does feel like a major reveal about potentially the Kenobi show, potentially the uh uh Casanando yeah. show, potentially the Lando Calrissian show. I think I don't know when that's set, but I know Lando was in Solo, and Solo was building up a Maul story. I don't know, like, could be any no, of them. No, you're really. right. There, there are so many different um, uh, opportunities where Maul could, could show up, because Maul, uh, as we know, as a character, goes... Has that, has that already been shot? Because they already have a trailer for I that, I think don't they, they... I mean, the trailer that they made of it was, like, a sizzle reel, and that, uh, so it wasn't really a proper yeah. trailer. But obviously, like, you know, that sizzle reel showed us. They're building sets, they're doing stuff like that, so I would imagine yeah. that they're, they're, they're already filming. So... At the idea mm. that if you are putting Maul in that show, having Ray Park in a makeup chair around this time would make a lot of sense. Um, so, 
yeah, no, it's an interesting thought. I'd really love to see him in that sort of uh, instance because, um, uh, as you know, like one of the main things that I would love to see is if we did get to see a whole film uh, based around like the crime, um, uh, the the crime syndicate sort of part of Star Wars because I find that so interesting and to see a project that would uh, focus yep. on it would be so so cool. So if Andor is doing that, I'd be super excited and. Um, you know, if they are focusing on that sort of thing, Maul is just, you know, it's just, it's obligatory that you'd have him be a part of it because he's such a huge part of that world. And he was a huge part of that world for such a long time. So, um, yeah. Mm. And Maul as a character has been to so many different places and has been, has, and has become acquainted with so many different people um, that it would make sense that he would cross over in terms of different projects that we're going to be getting um, over the over the coming years. But uh, yeah, so so that's that, guys. Um, I do have one last yeah. thing. I have been scrolling through his Instagram, and like for a while, he hasn't really been showing like any other things of him in makeup or behind the scenes. Like only clips of him like meeting people or fans or the stuff. So it doesn't if it was like a regular thing of him posting the days of him when he used to be mall, like as in like a thing he already yeah. did. That this is only a thing that's been happening recently, uh-huh. which again leads further credence to this is a thing that he's currently doing. So uh, I, that's just I would one love last to thing. Think that, that is the case. Um, yeah, yeah. It feels like it's such. It's like a. It's a, it's a. It's a teaser, but like a very very obvious teaser to what it's teasing exactly. about. Uh, so there you go, guys. Let's put a button on that conversation and uh, just say yep. that if this is not happening, you know, not the end of the world. But if this is happening, we'd be super excited because seeing. Uh, because seeing Ray Park back in live action and not just doing motion capture and stuff like that for season seven, which in itself is incredibly awesome, but to see him back on screen mm. would be a real treat. So uh, there you go. Uh, now let's move on to essentially what is going to be our main discussion and what's going to take up the the biggest chunk of time and basically the rest of the episode is our main topic that Ryan Johnson is uh, and his trilogy that was announced around the time that Last Jedi came out is still happening. Apparently, around um, yeah. so basically, um, author Soraya Wilson, uh, won a charity auction where you can, you know, um, you know, win uh, certain experiences and stuff like that. And she won a chat with Ryan Johnson to say basically sit down and talk about whatever she wanted. Um, and her and yeah. she was uh, given permission to tweet about the things that they talked about. And uh, on Feb sixteenth, so this was you know throughout the week, she said. I'm just going to post this now because I can see that I'm going to get a lot of requests. Yes, Ryan's Star Wars trilogy is still on. No dates or timelines because he has other projects going on, but it is happening. That is all I know about with three smiley faces. So yeah, that's that guys. Ryan Johnson's trilogy is still happening. And frankly, I am very surprised. Optimistically surprised, but surprised. Um, so yeah, let's just, let's yeah. just, you know, just open the floodgates, Michael. Let's talk about this in every way that we want to. Um, Definitely. Yeah. First of all, I'm excited because Ryan Johnson is a magnificent filmmaker and to see him doing do something that is completely original and completely up to him where he gets to essentially, I mean, if it's his trilogy, you, that basically gives the indication that he gets to write all three and have, you know, a real concise plan for all three really, really excites me mm. because, and I was thinking about this um, throughout the day in preparation for, for our um, conversation is... I've always wondered what would what would have um, been different if Ryan Johnson did Force Awakens and JJ did Last Jedi, because um, yep. Ryan Johnson likes people. It, it, Ryan, I view Ryan Johnson, uh, it, you know, as far as a film, uh, you know, 
filmmaker personalities. I view him a lot like Edgar Wright. He, he works best when he's doing his own original thing, right? Um, so basically, when Ryan came on to The Last Jedi, he was able to write and do whatever he wanted, but he was also limited by the choices that had already been made. You know, so it, it gets me thinking that if he had done the first movie in the trilogy, you know, would he have put Luke on the island? Would he have done all those sorts of things? Like, you know, um, you know, obviously we know what Ryan's choices were with Luke to make him a reclusive hermit who wants the Jedi to die and everything. But that's because JJ put him on the island in the first place and Ryan had to work with that. So so I've always wondered if that if he got to start out from, you know, from second number one, from build this trilogy up from ground zero, um, the choices that were made at the end yep. of Force Awakens, would that have been what Ryan did? Um, so basically what I'm saying is the idea that he gets to write his own original thing that is completely different from anything we've gotten in the past is honestly really exciting because like I said, I do think he's a magnificent filmmaker and I'd be excited to um, see what he does without, uh, you know, having to be straddled by the, um, opinions of the past. So, um, that's my first take on it. So, uh, no, I definitely agree. I think, as has he shown, we we personally are a big fan of his um his filmmaking. And when he is, as you said, given this originality, this freedom to do create what he wants, he can create such interesting stories. And so I think the opportunity to have a trilogy created by him, we we always looked forward to as saying that that's a great idea. Um, I guess the 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 surprising aspect of this is that. We haven't heard about it for so long, which would make sense because, as he said, he has other projects he's working on before mm -hmm. that. But I, I guess originally, because everyone just, a lot of people, the general consensus assumed that either Disney kind of distanced themselves or that they distanced yeah. themselves with like Star Wars films in general after Solo or Last Jedi, whatnot, because we didn't hear anything about it for so long. But and, and especially after like the Benioff and Weiss um, movies were cancelled. Um, were there any? Were there any other films that were announced that were? Uh, I think that just... um, uh, this was a while ago. Before uh, I, this was um, mm. shortly after um, uh, Force Awakens came out, and that it, it was um, I think yep. Josh Trank was going to do a Boba Fett movie that never ended up happening. Um, yes. but that's it. Yeah. And um, frankly, that Josh Trank is the guy who made uh, Fantastic Four 2015. So um, I don't think that would have been the most amazing project. Um, but <laughs> what are you talking um, about? We but it. you know, we've um, got a Boba Fett TV show yeah. coming down the line anyway, so that's better. So, um, but no, I, I that is exact. You hit the nail on the head, Michael. Why the why the surprise factor was pretty prevalent for me is because. I uh, I absolutely think that Ryan Johnson deserves to have his own trilogy. I was just surprised because it is no doubt, it is no surprise that Last Jedi is the most divisive movie that's ever come from Star Wars, right? So because Ryan Johnson and Last Jedi, uh, whether it's warranted or not, have such a um uh, a, a passionate hate for some people, I was thinking from a si simply from you know a marketing uh, and a company standpoint, they would want to distance themselves from things that. Um, that, uh, in theory didn't work for some people. Um, mm. but the fact that yep. it's still happening and they're essentially saying, look, we understand a lot of you people didn't like it, but Ryan Johnson is a talented filmmaker and we want to see where he goes is a, a good thing. And if that's the, you know, the thought process that Disney has had, um, in allowing him to keep going, that's a, a you know, a really admirable move. And I'm happy that they've done that. Um, yeah, but, uh, and and it may you know speak to whether or not they've learnt from past mistakes that they made during the creation of the sequel trilogy, um, which would be you know and also yes. would also be an encouraging thought for the future of Star Wars. But yeah, I think one thing I do want to discuss about um 
is when this was announced, it was like kind of a different stage in the Star Wars nature we were yeah. in. Like that, it was announced bef- prior to Last Jedi releasing. So we were still in that stage of you were still making like a billion dollars trainer that they were announcing trilogy after trilogy after trilogy. However, now we're at a place where a Star Wars movie hasn't come out last year. It's unlikely that one will come out this year. Because, yes, when it was, we, we kind of forgot that it was there, or, or people just assumed it was no longer in development. But when this was first announced, it was prior to the release of The Last Jedi. Um, in a time when like we were still getting yearly Star Wars releases, uh, but Last Jedi hadn't come out yet, each Star Wars film was still making like a billion dollars. So Disney making another trilogy on top of everything else they were doing just seemed like a no-brainer decision. But like we're in a different stage of Star Wars right now. We haven't had a Star Wars film last year, and we're yeah. unlikely we'll be getting one this year as well. It, it and currently the biggest Star Wars things are more on Disney Plus. I'm just interested in in kind of what way we'll be getting this trilogy. Will it be a trilogy of cinematic releases continuing on the films when they eventually pick back up again? Is this going to be a Disney Plus thing? Um, I'm interested in that because it's it seems like it's still a while off. If if uh, Ryan Johnson says this isn't a current priority for him, he's got other things working on beforehand, and it's a trilogy of films. It's going to be a longer thing. So what do you, what do you think about that? Uh, well, I think you're absolutely uh, on on the money when you say that this was just okay news that people would have just accepted um, around the time that it was first announced because Last Jedi hadn't also hadn't come out yet. So all we knew is that Ryan Johnson was working on a Star Wars mo- was working on a Star Wars movie, and he was also going to be doing his own trilogy as well as the of the new sequel trilogy. Um, and everyone at the time would have been like, mm, okay, mm. great, more Star Wars movies. And then Last Jedi came out. And so many people hated it that immediately everyone turned their back on the idea that this guy was going to be doing his own set of movies. Um, so it makes yeah. so it made sense to me, though I would have still liked to see it. It would have made sense to me that that trilogy wasn't yeah. happening. Um, I do remember at the time again. So just to stay out there, we're big fans of the Last Jedi. We don't think it's yes. perfect in every way, but we think it's one of the better Star Wars films to have come out. And so again we're excited to see if he does work on more star wars things but i do remember being at the time prior to last jedi releasing thinking it's strange that disney has already greenlit a trilogy of films with this director before any like um before any like reception of the last jedi it almost seemed like they were incredibly confident of the reception that last jedi would receive which i mean they might have been um but it's, it's just it like it felt like an interesting decision at that time to like greenlit I believe was an unknown director. What had Ryan Johnson done before Last Jedi? What, what uh, was well, he, he had done uh, Looper, which is a sort of like a time travel film, which is a really, yes. really good and a lesser known movie that is absolutely fantastic. It's called Brick. If you guys, if you guys haven't seen it, I would implore you to watch it because it's a really, it's really well made film. Obviously, that was when he was a much smaller filmmaker with a very minimal budget. It's an indie film, um, but I watched it when I was actually uh, doing film studies in high school, and I loved it. I thought it was really well made. And the idea that he was making the Last Jedi, because again, at the same t- at the time that I watched Brick for the first time, um, I uh, you know Last Jedi hadn't come out yet, so I was super excited to see what he would do. Mm. And like you said, Michael, I have a lot of problems with the Last Jedi, but I still do really like it as a as a, as as a piece of art, as a film itself. Um, yeah. So getting Ryan, getting to see Ryan Johnson do anything excites me because and. Um, you know, mm. talk about something else he's done that was um, that was given a much higher budget because of how big a name he is now. Uh, Knives Out. I absolutely loved the hell out of Knives mm. Out. Um, to 
I've still yet yes. to watch that, but and, I will watch uh, that soon. Not only was Knives Out nominated uh, for, um, for for an Oscar for writing, which shows that Ryan Johnson is a fantastic screenwriter, um, I also got to see yep. what he is like with A, an original, original story that he gets to work on from ground zero, and a high budget. That is exactly what he's going to be able to do in this new trilogy, and if it's anywhere close to as good as Knives Out was, um, I'd be super excited to see um, what happens. Um, but I'd also go back to that thing that I was first talking about, is, you know, the the choices that Ryan Johnson made in The Last Jedi are completely different from what, we'd ever, what we've ever seen before, and completely original, but they are original ideas of things that were already set up. So he was dealing with things that had been done by other people, mm. all right? So it makes me think that if he had started out the sequel trilogy, I think that a lot of a lot of things would have been different because you know obviously the the main gripe with Force Awakens is that it's too much like Force Awakens. Uh, sorry, um, A New Hope. If Ryan Johnson had done the first thing, I don't think he would have found a similar uh, a, a single similarity to any Star Wars project that had come before, and that would have been an exciting thought. Obviously, it's not the reality that we live in, but mm. um, he he's going to be making his own he's going to be making his own trilogy, and um, it's it's really exciting um, because I because. That's another thing we're not even yet to talk about is what it could be about. Um, I think that there was some uh, theories and stuff uh, a while ago when it was first announced about what it could possibly be about, but uh, I'm not really sure what they were. Uh, and yeah, I don't. I think it was always just speculation. Like this, especially out of like any of the trilogies, we've always received the least amount of uh, information about. Like even when the Benioff and Weiss one was happening, people just assumed that it was like, oh, is it going to be like a a uh, a, like an old republic well, yeah, or things I... that in the past or the josh trank one people knew so it's probably a boba fett one i feel like the ryan johnson one was just all we ever knew about it was they just told it was going to be new characters new era or something new to new story new characters i think that was the only thing we yeah, ever no, you're right. about. no and you're right in saying that uh yeah um the trilogy that benioff and weiss were gonna so not the trilogy the movie that benioff and weiss was going to do was going to be set in the old republic um and you know it's a that that's definitely an era that I want to see more of because we basically have never seen it in any Star Wars pro, you know any uh movie or TV show before. So it's exciting if uh, they were going to do that, and it would be even more exciting if Ryan Johnson was going to do something in that in that area. Um, but I also would like the idea mm. that he's doing something completely different, maybe in a completely new timeline. Um, it's just completely different to anything we've ever seen before. There is not a single reference or indication to anything we've ever seen before. Like it could be light years in the future where the empire and the, and the, you know, the Republic and stuff that those, um, you know, things are like millions and millions of years old, um, which would be exciting because like I said, Ryan Johnson is an, is an amazing original, (laughs) um, uh, screenwriter and, uh, with the creative freedom to do whatever he wanted from, the ground up again, not Force Awakens style, being saddled by a bunch of ideas that were made by other people, is um, is really exciting. Uh, and, and you're right, Michael, is that it's it's sort of weird to think about where this could um, where this could fit in because that's the first uh, you know, idea that I had. No, sorry, not idea. Thought that I had when I heard this news is where could they possibly fit it because they've got so many shows coming down the um, coming down the pipeline over the next few years. And the only movies that we know are coming are the three films that uh, that is um, going to be done by Patty Jenkins, Taika Waititi, and an unknown person. And then, uh, and then also yes. on top of that, Ryan Johnson's trilogy. So again, I don't know when the hell it's going to happen. Mm-hmm. I hope- it it does it does feel like the Star Wars movies are in a weird place right now, where it doesn't feel like they're the priority for Star Wars. 
Like they're just a yeah, we'll keep making them. Like there's some in development, but because they're done with the the sequel trilogy, it feels like it feels like they're like the, the they're the next project, but they're not the current project for Star Wars, especially with the direction that Mandalorian has had such a positive reception from the Star Wars community. I don't know. It, it, the movies I feel like are in an interesting place right now. Well, I'm gonna I'm gonna just say something flat out that I've noticed after two seasons of The Mandalorian, and obviously being a massive fan of Clone Wars and Rebels, I honestly think yeah. that Star Wars as a as a universe and as a place to tell stories, I honestly think that it works better on TV. I, uh, I, yeah, I, I think I think the Star Wars works better on TV because it's what George Lucas always wanted Star Wars to be. It's serialized, episodic stories. And when you're working uh, with a uh, on a series instead of one movie, you're able to tell such a much such a more vast story than you can with say a two hour runtime. Because you know if you if you think of the Mandalorian, you know seasons one and two as um you know sections of a movie like each one is almost mm. 45 minutes long so we have essentially yeah. gotten the equivalent of like uh, of uh, quite a couple of like four couple or, of movies, four yeah. or five movies worth length of um content from those shows and i definitely agree yeah, yeah. and those shows as we I, know have been fantastic you know Cornwall season seven was 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 really really good and uh mando mm. has it has is yet to let us down so i honestly think that star wars works better so. on tv um, and which is why we're getting so many shows. Yeah. Um, especially, especially with the degree that TV has basically become like movies in the sense where the budget of the Mandalorian is like so incredibly high that it basically feels like a Star Wars movie in terms of the special effects and the overall feel of it anyway. And then the, the way in which movies, I mean, so TV show basically sells one continual story now as opposed to being more episodical. So they, they basically have transitioned into being that's the current medium in which Star Wars stories are told. I do think there is still a place for the big cinematic Star Wars experiences, especially what we had with the Skywalker saga, where oh, it was absolutely. about these big, yeah. like every couple, well, should be every couple of years like continuations of these characters that we know um in these massive adventures but i feel like those should be bigger events i definitely i think that we we should focus more on that they that star wars should be a more tv show thing like that's the way we're exploring more new parts of the universe that's the way we're like getting new characters and discovering all these new things but then i do want these movies to still be there for these big events every couple of years. That way you get that cinematic experience of watching a Star Wars film. It's almost to the degree in which, as a Star Wars fan, I prefer the TV shows because I get more Star Wars and I feel like the Star Wars experiences are cooler. But as a movie fan, like watching a Star Wars movie in cinemas is an experience unlike many other Star Wars films that I, while I think the TV shows are great, don't quite get the same feeling across no i get what you mean like i mean you know me michael i am the uh, mm. i am the you know the biggest advocate for seeing movies in the cinema i love going to yeah, the theater always, mining movies. always always have um and you're right there is a certain element to watching a star wars movie on the big screen that is just irreplaceable you know the the uh, the da, 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 is literally built mm, exactly. is literally built for the cinema um uh, it, 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 and you know you can watch it on a smaller screen but you always know that it will only be at you know the perfect cinema you know cinematic experience if you see it in the movie theater yeah. so obviously there is absolutely still a place for star wars movies which is obviously what we're going to get um with the ryan johnson movies um but you also mm. bring up this idea that tv shows just 
you know, not just Star Wars. As Netflix and all these streaming servers become more popular, it's starting to become yep. more popular um, that TV shows are getting much higher budgets and, and uh, are, are getting uh, are being able to create um, and tell much vaster stories. It's not just Star Wars, like we said. It's just a basically a thing yep. that has proven to have worked in the past. So company, companies like Disney and Amazon and Netflix are, are, are realizing that they can put a little bit more money than usual into a series and it can really yep. pay off for them. Um, and that's something that Star Wars and Lucasfilm has obviously noticed is we can do a lot of TV shows and have them be really good. But if we're going to do movies, we need to make sure that we attach good people to them, which is why they have filmmakers like Taika Waititi and Patty Jenkins and Ryan Johnson yep. telling those cinematic stories and I honestly feel like this is all stemming from the lessons they learned from the sequel trilogy they, they it was it was um, they realized transgressions as far as filmmaking goes that they made during the making of those movies and the shortcomings that they made while making them uh, has made them uh, ha has improved them as a company and has um, put them on a better road going forward yes uh, so here's an interesting question I do have, considering this conversation's kind of moved. I mean, originally started with Ryan Johnson movies, and we are still on that, but to more Star it's Wars not just films the in general. Broad scope, yeah. Yeah. Would you would you want the uh, an another Star Wars film if if we were to get one to be on Disney Plus, or would you prefer it to be in cinemas now, especially with the case of the way that cinemas are right now due to COVID and everything? Uh, well, yeah, so obviously if it's a Disney project, it's going to end up on Disney Plus eventually. Um, uh, yeah, well, eventually. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but similar to, let's just say, Soul, which like went straight to Disney Plus. Yeah, well, I, I think that if COVID wasn't a thing that was happening, Soul absolutely would have been in cinemas. It, it, it's like, yeah, um, same, same. it's like with Black Widow, you know, Black Widow yeah. uh, has been, you know, ready for release for like over a year now. Um, but, and they want it to have a cinema, um, release so bad mm. that it hasn't been re released on, um, Disney plus yet. Um, like they exactly. I'm not sure why it's that movie in particular, but they're like really adamant that that needs to be in cinemas. Um, which I agree with, you know, I want to see Black Widow in cinemas. Um, and I think the plan, mm. I think the same thing would go for Star Wars and you know what, especially Star Wars, because it's just a known fact, not only for us fans, but also for the company that Star Wars movies, Star Wars movies need to be seen in the cinema. Um, which is why, you know, I think that they would do the same thing, is that if they had a Star Wars movie prepared, but COVID was still a thing, which clearly it will be for a while, um, they would hold yep. off releasing it until cinemas could actually be, um, you know, people could actually go to the cinemas, yeah. So... Because I do have an interesting thing with that, because yeah. it's like, with The Mandalorian, I've really enjoyed watching The Mandalorian yes. in on, on Disney+. Plus. Yeah. But also, especially maybe like the first episode of season two... That would be such an incredible experience to watch that in cinema. Oh, totally. But also, there's also only like so much you can watch in cinemas. It's like, especially with how much Star Wars content we're getting in the future, I know pretty much all of it is TV shows that they've announced. But I mean, like, there are some movies coming in the future. It's like, how much of that mm -hmm. will be Disney Plus exclusive and how much will be, will, will be, they be going movies in the future? Because I know Disney as a company is moving towards towards prioritizing their Disney Plus as their main revenue source. Because, I mean, movies has never really been the main revenue source. They've always more yeah. made money from their television, but that's kind of been a dying industry. So it seems like they're moving more towards Disney Plus as their main revenue source. And so I yeah. assume since Star Wars is one of their biggest properties, if not their biggest, maybe behind like 
Marvel or like the main Disney's things. It seems like that would be a main priority they've been using to launch Disney Plus, especially with the Mandalorian and everything. Will will um Star Wars cinema be as big of a thing, especially kind of since you know the death of cinema seems to be on its way? It's like it's an interesting discussion of. I love the way that Disney Plus has made watching Star Wars so convenient that I could just wait every well when Mandalorian was airing, just wait every week and get a new episode of Star Wars and whatnot. But I I, I feel like if it does kind of end, I would miss those Star Wars experiences of maybe not every year, but every couple of years watching a, a movie on the big screen. You know what I mean? Well, you're right, and it's not just and, it, and it, this on Star Wars. Something that makes me sad is the idea that the uh, death of cinema is is. Uh, on its way, not just because people don't want to really go to the cinemas anymore and the emergence of, uh, you know, streaming services, Netflix and Stan and those sorts of things are becoming way more popular, but also you're right because of COVID (laughs) Um, and, and the thing and the uh, hindrances that that has had on the um, cinema community in general. Um, But I stand by the fact that Lucasfilm knows that Star Wars movies need to be seen in cinemas. So I think that, in that regard, they would do something very similar to what's going on with Black Widow, is they would say, yes, we want to wait until this can be seen in the cinemas, and it will stay in cinemas for a while, but then it will be widely released on Disney+, Plus, um, which I think will be the case for basically any movie that they do from, uh, that they do from now on, uh, and the TV shows, you're right, they'll, they'll all be very accessible mm-hmm. on Disney+, Plus, which they have been, and it's really, um, uh, you know, uh, an efficient way of watching and consuming Star Wars content. But the movies belong in the cinemas. That's just a full stop yeah. fact. <laughs> like, I think I I do really enjoy, I had, and I did really enjoy re-watching uh, when, we, when we re-watched like Last Jedi and the rest of the uh, original trilogy and prequel trilogy and whatnot. In fact, I've only seen post Force Awakens movies in cinemas. I don't think, I've never seen earlier yeah. ones in cinemas, but definitely like re-watching them on Disney Plus, just like whether it's on my like laptop or computer or like mm-hmm. on a TV or whatnot, it's just simply not the same as just getting that experience in the cinemas like i i know i've come out of pretty much every cinema star wars experience incredibly positive except maybe rise of skywalker just because simply even if the film itself has issues or it may be like i might have problems with its writing or its characters or something just like the film experiences like the star wars like special effects and sound design especially is just designed for that cinema experience and so i definitely do to hope that's uh yeah no you're 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 very right in that regard and you know like you said we've seen since force awakens started we've seen every movie in uh in the cinemas but i've re- i recently went to the drive-in and saw empire strikes back again for the first time i'd never seen empire strikes back on the big screen before until uh until that night about two weeks ago and because like we said, we hadn't had a Star Wars movie in cinemas for a while. The idea of me watching the da 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 thing at the start was something that I hadn't experienced since Rise of Skywalker came out. It's been a long time. And seeing that again reinforced in my mind how important it is to see a Star Wars movie in cinemas because it is literally built for the cinemas. You're right, not only in the grand scope that they're always filmed in, but the way it starts, mm. the sound design, all that stuff. It's meant for... Uh, viewing in you know the, the the dark immersive experience that you get in a Star Wars cinema, so it's um you're absolutely right in that regard, and I don't think that's going to die, regardless of whether or not uh, movie cinemas become less and less popular as time goes on. But yeah, yeah. So I think to bring it full circle in the grand scheme of things, I think yeah. Remember when we were talking <laughs> yeah. about Ryan Johnson? Yeah, <laughs> I, I I think I'm glad this is still happening, and in fact, as you're saying, like 
people will probably like have like things saying, like, "Oh, do we really need to give Ryan Johnson more Star Wars films?" Yes, yes, we do. That man made an yes, amazing we absolutely film. Do. Yes, um, I think it'll be interesting to see if the fan backlash that there was some some fan backlash towards Ryan Johnson will have an effect on whether these new films are financially successful because I know there were some issues with Solo but there were yeah, like so true. many so we many different about things that. about when like Solo came out in the middle of the year there were like other films at the same time it was like a, a, a spin-off film that not many people cared about as to why it may have been a bomb there was fatigue like Star Wars every year so that might be the reason but so I'm I'm definitely excited to see this film um, and it's just interesting to see the direction that Star Wars is going. Of again, this was announced at a time when Star Wars films were such a, in such a different position to where they are now in the grand scheme of of the Star Wars media. So I am very happy that it's uh, it's still happening, and I I'm looking forward to the long time in the future we eventually either hear news about it or eventually comes out. But uh, yeah. Yeah, you know what? You're up. We, we we didn't even I didn't even think about that, Michael. Is the you know the financial implications of stuff like this is because you're right. People didn't people didn't uh, go see Solo uh, not because they didn't like the director or they didn't like any of the things that they heard about it. They didn't hear it. They they didn't go and watch it because a you're right. They it, they put it out at a really bad time when other things were coming out. Uh, like Avengers: Infinity War was coming out at the at the exact same time. There was no way that Solo was going to be the 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 first movie on every, on anyone's mind. Um, and uh, you're and as far as the Star Wars fatigue goes, which is the I think the main culprit as to why it didn't make any money. They mm. put it out six months after the most divisive Star Wars movie ever uh, came out. So yeah. I think that they had really doomed Solo from the start, unfortunately, as far as when it came out. Mm. Um, but the the prospect of um, this trilogy being financially successful is, an, is a completely new dynamic because it's not based on any of those reasons. It's based on the fact that Star Wars fans know who's making it. And the person who is making it is a person who a lot of them don't like um, yeah. for unjustified reasons uh, uh, for... for in some regards, like some people just don't like it because they don't like the movie and that's, you know, their opinion. That's but, right. um, yeah, but I mean, the more toxic fans it's, don't like Ryan Johnson wide for ray of more, like, um, you know, like un- again, a lot of people might have issues with last Jedi for other reasons. Like I know a lot of hardcore fans who have been fans of star Wars since the eighties or whatnot had issues with the characterizations of Luke and whatnot. And that's fine. I disagree, but that's fine. I think it's when you, you extend that dislike of the last Jedi to either attacking the cast or the people who made it or peddling conspiracy theories about why it was made or using it to like claim that like an agenda is being pushed. That's when it's kind of problematic, but I don't think that that's certainly, I don't think that's the majority of people. um, And I don't, and I don't think that that's necessarily the entirety of it. And so I personally, especially after Knives Out, had a very positive reception, which I think it gave me, even people, even though that there wouldn't have been a lot of people, there was certainly a kind of an ill will about Ryan Johnson, about maybe a lot of general consensus was that people didn't like him. But Knives Out was so positively received that I think, you know, I think that there's definitely a lot of room for people to give another one another chance. I think I'm down for another Star Wars from Ryan Johnson. I think that a lot of people would be ready for that, so... Yeah, no, I think a lot of people will be ready for it too. And, you know, again, I go back to this idea that The the Last Jedi and the, you know, the way Ryan chose to write The Last Jedi is the way it is because of the choices that were made already. 
in The Force Awakens. Like, who knows what Ryan would have done differently if he wasn't saddled with the choices that were already made for him that he simply had to expand on. You know, if he was able to write those ideas from the second number one, who knows what, have been, what would have been different. And a lot of people might have liked the, movie, the Star Wars movie that he did um, instead. And um, so the idea that he's going to get to write something completely original, um, you're right, is not only very exciting for us, but it's maybe a little bit more, um, it, might be a little bit, it might be a little bit easier for more apprehensive fans to digest. So mm. uh, there you go. So I think that our overall thoughts on this, Michael, is that yes, we're very excited. We didn't expect that it would still happen, but the fact that it is happening is uh, very exciting. We're not sure when it'll happen. Clearly it's not going to happen for a while because the yeah. tweet says that he's got other projects in the works, which is also exciting, completely different yeah, from Star Wars. Exactly. The idea that he's still doing work and has got things coming is exciting just as a film fan for me mm. um uh, you know it could be a, it's going to be about something that we've never ever seen before if i know ryan as a writer Hopefully. um yeah. i mean it would suck and, if it's uh, like ryan johnson trilogy is the continuation of mace windu storyline or something like not that i'm unhappy to see that but i would like to see something new from ryan johnson ideally yeah on- honestly ryan's type of writing for a Mace Windu story sounds awesome. <laughs> Actually, <laughs> but, now that I've said that I did, that kind of sounds like a fun time. <laughs> uh, but again, like, you know, I, I should think that... Um, like a character that it's like, that may may get a continuation or whatnot. I mean, I don't know, maybe not. Yeah, no, I, I think you're right. As far as... Because um, Ryan Johnson, like we said, is, sort, is that sort of um, Edgar Wright, David Lynch type of uh, director who very much does his own thing. Like, you watch it, you watch yeah. the, the movies that they do and you think, I know exactly who made this. Like when you're watching an Edgar Wright movie, it's very Edgar Wright um, as far as the movie and the filmmaking goes. And Ryan Johnson is sort of like that as well. So um, if he gets to employ that in a completely original Star yeah, Wars story, okay. uh, I, like I'm very excited to see Lord and Chris Miller type. <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh. Oh boy. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Okay, um, well, Michael, is there anything else you wanted to say? In, uh, I, I think we in, pretty in, much for, touched for everything. I think we got a good discussion out of it. Um, okay, yeah, I hope, hopefully we'll see some more news in the future. It's been, like, Star Wars movie news, aside from when we got that big dump of Star Wars things and we got the announcement of the Patty Jenkins one and the Taika Waititi one announced, we really yeah. haven't heard anything about Star Wars films really going forward. Like, do we even know, like, the rough estimate of when the next one would be coming out? No, we have no idea. It's just it's just that it's confirmed. Because I don't um, like the fact that nothing's being filmed, nothing like that. I don't think we'll be getting one this year. So it feels like we won't be getting one until like at the early. No, there's no way we're going to be getting them getting one this year. The, the whole reason that it's not being filmed I, even is with obviously the pandemic and something. Yeah. Well, no, that's that's the reason I was going to say is that I don't think nothing is being filmed for you know a, a contextual a company you know related reason. I think it's not being filmed just because of COVID. I think that yeah. if if um if things were able to be filmed at peak efficiency, uh, we would actually probably have more than just one show on our way this year, probably, other than just yeah. Boba Fett and the Bad Batch. That's true. Um, oh yeah, but I forget. Yeah, I mean, obviously, the Bad Batch is much easier coming. to make because it's animated. Yeah. Um, Wait. So when's Book of Boba Fett coming? December this year. Huh. All right. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Forget about that. Yeah. Uh, okay, guys. Well, um, yeah, so yeah. that's that. I think that that's the reason that nothing is being filmed. But other than that, mm. uh, that is, uh, again, to put a button on that conversation. Uh, and I think that's a, it's a pretty good discussion. And I liked how we handled that because we, we started talking about Ryan Judson, but we also started to talk about um, how... Um, the idea of viewing Star Wars projects is going to change in the ever-changing landscape that we live in, uh, just, you know, in life right now. So, yeah. Mm, definitely. Yeah. 
Uh, okay, guys. So to the end of this week's episode. But a bit of a yeah. shorter one, but, you know, not as much going yeah, on. Smaller news. I don't mind that. It's like a clear-cut discussion that we get in, we get out, we do what we want to do, and that's I think that. so, yeah. Um, Still yeah, able to so, make a meaningful uh, discussion with it, though. Exactly. Uh, so that's that, guys. Thank you very much for listening today. Uh, again, a shorter conversation, but uh, I don't think we mind. I don't think you mind either. Um, and, uh, yeah, so our two discussions that we did today, uh, the times where we did them, the time codes will be available in the description of this video, as well as the links to all the places where you can watch and listen to the podcast. Uh, the episode will be going out in its YouTube form throughout the week. Uh, we're also available on social media, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, all of the promotional stuff that we do for uh, the, the channel can be found there. Um, and that's about it, guys. We'll be back next week with hopefully a lot, a lot of cool new Star Wars stuff to talk about. Maybe some... Uh, fun games or activities to do as well if we ever think of a good one yeah um and if you want if you want to see something please let us know comment yes. or like you know get in touch with us and let us know we also um, are hoping to have a lot more guests this year because we had i think about yeah. three or four last year um yeah we had trey we had harmy we had a couple of people that we know yes um, and so i so, yeah. and that's been a lot of fun i think it adds a fun dynamic extra to the group and so we are hoping to in 2021 bring a lot more extra guests on so i mean if you yeah. know anyone that wants to come on i mean i guess if you guys want to come on or, or not you can send us a message in some form but uh yeah so that's yeah. that's something we're hoping to do i mean we've got some ideas as to who we want but if you exactly. guys have an idea uh let us know and we'll see if we can uh get a hold of them mm. probably you know probably steer away from people like mark hamill or stuff like that because <laughs> we're not quite as at that level we... yet as much as we'd love to talk to them, I don't think that's ever going to be possible. No. Um, cut to like two years later when we're, when we're interviewing Mark Hamill, this comment's going to really age well. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, that's that, guys. I hope you really enjoyed this episode. Uh, have an amazing week. Uh, see yeah. you uh, next time for all the new Star Wars stuff. As Michael says, stay Star Wars-y. Stay Star wars uh, <laughs> yep, Yeah, you know where to find us guys. and everything. Um, we should yeah, should have everything. I mean, if it's up, you will, you'll have seen it. Uh, yeah. Keep, it, keep in contact. Hopefully uh, you enjoy us and uh, thanks for sticking around with us each week. Yes, sir. Thank you very much for listening, guys. This has been Telling, Telling the Odds.